Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, May 30th, 2022. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. Ashley and I were just talking about how we've both had, like, lovely little days off. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, it's a, it's a, you know... While we obviously like am look, we're we're looking for the news. It <laughs> Where is, is a short she? news day. Where, Where is, is she? she? She's gone. She's on vacation. She's enjoying her Memorial Day cookouts. Like I just got back from, but had to leave early because here I am. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, we, but we have found some things going around. So yeah, we are ready to share you, share with you what those things are. Mm. So earlier this month. I actually haven't really gotten to talk about this on the show, but I was able to yeah. attend a phenomenal performance of the two-person musical experience, Islander. Now, Ashley, have you seen the show yet? I have not, and I've wanted to, but I know that you were going to see it, so I'm excited to hear what your thoughts are about that. So much fun, so poignant. I love when people can play multiple roles. I mean, this starred mm-hmm. at Edinburgh Fringe, but um, they have just announced, so me saying this is telling you that you have to go because yeah. they have just announced that their final performance will be Monday, June 13th, the Ooh, day after the Tony Awards. Oh, my God. Right. Couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. Hard to believe that we are uh, a day or two off of June at this point. Oh, my gosh. Don't say that. But, but she's right. Um, the musical originally debuted in Edinburgh, like we said, in 2019. However, they went to London and then the U.S. with the original cast members, Christy Finlay and Bethany Tenek. And they're, mm. I'm telling you, these performances, you're going to be hearing about them in the awards chatter next year when this time rolls Love around that. because they're they're really phenomenal. Um, so, yeah, check the show out before before it goes away. There There is somewhat of, of some cast recording online like on spotify from like uh, you know years ago and it's really short snippets of the songs Mm -hmm. they they don't really have like a full recording i wish that was the case Mm -hmm. i hope that that is something that Mm -hmm. is down the line for them because it's a really beautiful piece so check it out if you have an opportunity what is the the focus of the show because i don't really know much about it um I would say, oh, gosh, how do you boil that down? I think the overarching theme is about climate change and how we take care of each other and nature in the world. But uh, it seems like these two people are on an an island in uh, somewhere in the vicinity of maybe Mm Ireland-ish. It's kind of like it's a made-up thing, but um, it also feels very rooted in reality. So uh, I guess that's all I want to give away. I didn't have any much – I didn't have context for when I saw the show, and I'm glad that I didn't because um, they were able to tell that story, no intermish, less than 90 minutes. So My favorite kind of show. And I was in the front row, so I let my legs go a little bit without (laughs) obstructing the actors because, yeah, some of us can't bend the knees for, for oh, that long so there you yeah. go my hips are happy yeah exactly <laughs> um so this is also another great find for ashley and i because one of our favorite up-and-coming actors carrie young, carrie young shared this carrie young uh she recently shared this amazing full circle story on her instagram in regards to yeah. her recent tony nomination for clyde's and i saw this the other day but now there's been an article written about mm, it which i'm yeah. so excited to share with you all so annually the tony's luncheon is held at the rainbow room the rainbow room is in rockefeller center mm-hmm. it's where her father Carrie Young's father, Clay Young, has worked in the Rainbow Room for 30 years and served many a Tony luncheon. Yeah. So then the Broadway League chair, Lauren Reed, and Emilio Sosa, the chair of the American Theater Wing, read the names of this year's nominees for Best Actress in a Supporting Role in a Play. Carrie Young is one of them. And then they took that moment to acknowledge longtime Rainbow Room server Clay Young while Uh, they were – yeah. And you're like – I know you're getting like teary even hearing about it. 
so following the announcement, they like hugged and the whole room gave them a standing ovation and the restaurant staff was like clapping. And of course, they've watched this girl grow up. Yeah. Like how special is that? That she posted this really sweet photo of them at the Rainbow Room for the Tony luncheon on her Instagram. And so the caption is there. It's just beautiful. So we've linked it to you. But it's like this is New York. Like, this is such a New York story. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That is so sweet. And like you said, they have seen her grow up and just kind of like morph into this incredible star that we've been talking about for years now and how she's just climbing the ranks and now has her first Tony nomination and her first Broadway role. Also, just wonderfully full circle that, you know, he's a server and this is a show about food and that she's getting her (laughs) nomination for it. It's all beautiful kismet. Yeah, like, you know, I literally I've been watching and and I talked to Matt about this too because I didn't realize it was a big deal, but like, have you been watching The Staircase on HBO? I haven't yet. It's on my list. Well, th- yeah, it's a choice. And yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> uh, there was a, there was a podcast and then there was also this like 13-hour documentary that I did watch when I was in yeah, quarantine. Yeah. Uh, no, not in quarantine, like literal quarantine from COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um on Netflix. And so this is the dramatization with Colin Firth, who's giving Colin Firth, and of Tony course. Collette, who is giving Tony. Always. And all of a sudden, in one scene, Kara Young pops up, and I literally screamed what? at my TV what? in a room full of people Kara Young! Carry on, baby. Every time we see her, it's just like, I'm good. The girl's booked. Get that TV money. What is it? HBO? Even more so. Oh, yeah. Get, Get those HBO sweet, money. sweet residual checks, babe. Oof, yes. Yeah. So, switching gears downtown at the Public Theater, in partnership with the National Black Theater, the 2022 Pulitzer Prize-winning play, Fat Ham, opened last week. Did you know? It did. I've heard. Well, we've gathered some of the reviews, and we're going to share those, because, I'm sorry, but before I get into this, it is the Pulitzer Prize-winning play. Wild. So, the idea that we're like, what do the reviews have to say? It's like, can you imagine? What does, yeah, what does Helen Shaw have to say about the Pulitzer Prize winner? Yeah. Because it's so interesting. I feel like this is the first time I've gotten to, like, read and report on the fact that, like, this incredible accolade has come out prior Mm -hmm. to reviews of this play. Yeah. Like, what if a reviewer went to see it, and or a critic, and they were like, not too impressed. (laughs) (laughs) This is mediocre at best. Yeah. It's like, well, you're going to disagree with cool. that. Cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll begin with Maya Phillips for the New York Times. Fat Ham truly sings in the ensemble scenes and Allie's direction cack- crackles in the many instances when there are overlapping jokes, remarks, and barbs. And the comedy is not in the script, then it's the controlled chaos because the cast is talented. Though they shine best when the action of the 90-minute show picks up. Oh, 90-minute show. Me oh, and Ashley are perked oof. up. Chef's kiss. The, pa- chef's kiss. the pacing in the first few scenes could slow, so the beauty of the language and characters don't get lost in the monotonous tread. And the actor's mostly micless performance occasionally suffers from their attempts to both emote and project. The volume erases much of the tonal modulation and dialogue pauses. Mm. I have this feeling often with shows that aren't mic. Oh, yeah. And definitely. I understand, like, the, the wanting to be, like, truthful and the yeah, wanting absolutely. to be, like, you know, in the moment, but I'm also like, I don't want to miss anything. So 
I feel like a lot of shows suffer from, suffer from this and excellent shows at that. And not even just mic yes. issues, but sound balance issues, sound design issues. The most recently we've talked about has been a strange loop, which has oh. a, abysmal sound design, in my opinion, and many people's <gasps> opinion, unfortunately. Really? Yeah. I have not heard this. Oh, yeah. No, it's a thing. And it's been in most reviews that the sound design needs <gasps> much improvement. Uh, it's just very hard to make out the words, unfortunately, and like words Ooh. that I know inside and out at this point point from listening to the cast recording over quarantine like proper uh pandemic shutdown quarantine so it, it and i was in fifth row when i saw it <gasps> before you know earlier this month so yeah that needs a little bit of work i feel like a lot of shows unfortunately suffer from that um and for a var- variety of reasons like there's crosstalk there's just situational sound problems where you could be in the back of the balcony and not hear it as well as somebody in the orchestra or the reverse. I mean, sometimes in theaters, the higher up you are, the better the sound is. The Met is the perfect example of that, where like the family circle is the best seat in the house because the sound's the best. So I I feel like this is something that uh, also for an accessibility reason, we need to kind of not necessarily stray away from, but try and figure out a better balance as far as miking versus not miking and trying to really get the best sound quality of a show through. Mm. Full agree, full agree. So Helen Shaw for Vulture says, So much of Fat Ham depends on the explicit exchange of one genre to another tragedy for comedy that a great deal also relies on your interaction with its humor. That's why this particular production's middle section lost me. I couldn't feel its core transaction that shift in weight from expected sorrow, we know where the story goes, to experience joy. This story <laughs> can go anywhere he wants it to go. Um, I admire E. James's uh, theatrical invention, and I could see his play moving briskly past me but for one for an hour or more it seemed to be at a distance finally though it did sweep me up and i felt as though i was stepping onto a trolley ahead already in motion e james and ally create a magnificently silly farce climax followed by a sublimely glitterly glitterly glittery (laughs) that should be the word i want that word to be a real word uh glittery reality breaking denouement uh and between these two sequences came my favorite moment after the peak of the action when the characters realize that the rules of dramaturgy do not need to apply to them they relinquish their strenuously noisy performances and just talk they turn mm. outwards get ready to tell us what the play was about and hesitate really Lovely. like that yeah that's very yeah. nice always very thoughtful reviews from miss shaw um exactly. i'm seeing this in a couple weeks it's after the oh. tonys i think it's the thursday after the tonys and i'm I, so jealous oh mm, i want to see i it. may have a plus one you never know oh. Oh. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll talk we'll talk We'll talk. Uh, but also, you know, just speaking of that and, and seeing the show, it is extended now again through Sunday, July 3rd after their previous end date that was announced for June 13th at mm-hmm. the Public Theater. So they're they're extending a whole month almost. Yeah, I love that. Um, because of the Pulitzer buzz, which I'm thrilled yep. for. I, totally. I said this on uh, theater Twitter the other day, and it got like a lot of uh, correspondence and interaction. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you all, if you are normally just a theater goer that sees musicals, mm-hmm. I respect you. There are incredible plays out this year. Absolutely. And I, you know, I, we're predominantly talking about New York City, right? And so I'm not, I'm mm-hmm. not, you know, immune to that idea, but. You all, I'm I'm telling you, I've not seen a show where I was like, how'd it get here? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. you know, there are such incredible performances and playwrights and, and new plays. That's the other thing I want to stress. Mm-hmm. Like, even though this is in a way an adaptation, 
um, it's still something incredibly new. And um, the plays are just hot, ladies. Absolutely. They're, they're just hot right now. And a range of things, too. Yes. Like, usually we have really excep- exceptional dramas. I've seen some no. great comedies this year. And honestly, that's a rarity because it's so hard to put on a comedy. I'm, and, like, the most recent being POTUS, which was maybe the hardest I laughed in a theater in a while. Yeah. I mean, it's just um, – uh, no words. I, I yeah. just I'm encouraging everyone to see a play. If see plays. Not, if they, yeah. yeah. See plays and see them off Broadway. That's right. There's there's a lot going on off off Broadway. I mean, Circle Jerk is going to be at the Connolly Theater oh, for like all yes. of June. You know, I love Circle Jerk. So go see it. I'm going to see it. Yay. So in an article for the Hollywood Reporter, Abby White cites the pandemic response to a digital renaissance of theater. Now, Ashley and I are big proponents of mm-hmm. this, and I was really interested to see what these people had to say. Uh, director Connor McPherson of Girl from the North Country recently directed uh, the live capture of the Tony nominated musical, right? Um, and then Abby. Abby says the digital capture will feature the Broadway show's original cast and utilize four days worth of footage, including complete runs of both acts, single shots, and a live performance recording to deliver the show's 20 reimagined Bob Dylan tunes in a slightly different way for the screen and for the director. So Connor right. Pearson says, yeah, I'm seeing it in a whole new way. The detail that you see in the acting when you're in the rehearsal room, you see it. But the more you get into the theater, you're at the distance where you're trying to force the story through the mm-hmm. fourth wall. Now it's right in with these great actors. Hmm. Uh, Austin Shaw says, he's um, the person behind uh, Anything Goes in London's yeah. live capture, says, Digital captures can have an extensive post-production process similar to a feature film where the team recolors, brightens, sharpens pictures, or spends a lot of time on mixing the show, like Mm -hmm. you were just talking about, Mm -hmm. as if it's a full feature film on a big soundstage. But it's still more filmic, he added, um, with his team never pretending that we're making a movie. Mm, Interesting. It is interesting. And this is something that I talked about, and I don't know if you felt the same way, but like... When I was starting to watch, and I didn't actually end up finishing it, um, was the Disney Plus uh, Hamilton capture. Uh, yes. I I know I'm alone in this opinion, pretty much, so don't people start adding me and DMing me. Um, but, like, I don't want to see a gorgeous, intense, close-up capture of a show. Like, mm. I actually... You know, I don't I don't approve of of bootlegs. We can have an accessibility talk about that later because I understand and agree with those things, too. Um, But I want to see it like from the point of view of a seat flat like that. Like, you know, if it's in a proscenium, that's how I want to see the show, because that's the way it was directed. That's the way the the play was intended to show forward. You know, when it's in a round, that's a different story, all that stuff. But like I that's how I want to see the show because that's the way it's been choreographed. And there's people like doing things when you've got a close up on Leslie Odom Jr.'s face. I'm not seeing the gorgeous choreography yep. behind him. And, and I have a really hard time with the, the, the picture of that. I, that's, I don't Ooh. know. No, <laughs> I, I, I second that in many ways as much as I love the Hamilton pro tape. And I mean, Matt and oh, I talked course. about it when it came out. I think they did a really beautiful job with that. Yes. But I think one of the complaints that we had is that when we did get to see this, uh, you, you know, the, the long shots of getting to see uh, the choreography, those were great. And then we would get these close-ups of the actors. We would see Jonathan Groff spit everywhere. And it's like, I don't necessarily need that close. And this and I don't need to be that close to the actors to see the show the way that I want to see it. When you're seeing a show on stage, you're getting to see the set, you're getting to see anything else that's happening. You're not 
only looking at the actor who may be performing, even if it's a solo song. There's a lot going on. I mean, think of like uh, Leslie Odom Jr. doing Wait For It and everything that's happening on the stage simultaneously as that's going on and all the beautiful choreography and direction. Uh, I I don't need like the cinematic level when it comes to that. Right. That said, I still I want a thoughtful and loving pro tape. I don't want them to just put out like the back of the orchestra camera version of it because I <laughs> I don't like I don't yeah. want it to, I don't want it to be an afterthought. I don't want it to be like oh, okay we'll do this thing because everyone's clamoring for it. Like I want theater to want to make things like this accessible as yes. much as the audience is calling for them and to put that level of thoughtfulness in what they're releasing. Yeah, I agree. It's it's such a like a I, I appreciate that we're even having these conversations mm-hmm. on this scale because that means that there's more to come and it's not just totally. going to be like a continuing to be a gatekeepy industry. But at the same time, I think we should have these conversations about like Absolutely. how we get to capture it. Absolutely. So, yeah, there you go. Um, finally, in a feel good recommendation after and only I only know this because she asked me for some Atlanta wrecks and I told her Waffle House um, and some other things. <laughs> but I knew yeah. she was on a time crunch. She was on a time crunch. But my friend, <laughs> um, if you follow her B-Way show, Shoshana mm-hmm. flew to Atlanta. Atlanta to see trading places and then flew back the very next day to capture oh. Andre DeShield's final bow, I know, oh at Hades Town and shared this beautiful video of him reciting a song from The Wiz that she posted on yeah. Twitter. He, all, I just saw that he just reposted some photos and videos of her and said, thank you, Shoshana, which Aww. was really sweet. Um, but he was holding his like proclamation day announcement from Mayor Eric Adams and it's really sweet. Um, but the video is excellent. So make sure that you check that out um, and we'll link that here as well. I absolutely love Love it. What a beautiful, beautiful run for Andre De Shields in Hades Town, yeah. who truly made that role something special and I think one of the great performances in theater history. I uh, truly I think it will always I think it will always go down that way. I, I really do. I think that oh, yeah. everyone knows that it was incredibly special. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, I, they haven't announced who will be stepping into yeah. his shoes. No one could ever. But um, I, I had shoes. a theory. I have two theories and mm. I think I'm wrong. So on okay. that note. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I actually I, I have a, another recommendation that we have talked about on the <gasps> show before and only because I watched it over the weekend. But if you haven't seen PBS's Keeping Company uh, documentary yet, you need to do that because, Wait. oh, how I've wept. Can, you, can I ask you, how do yeah. I watch that? You can go to pbs.org and it's available there. Or it's, they also have like the PBS video app. If you have PBS, I'm sure they're showing reruns as well. But yeah, you can get it through their app and their website. And they'll just be like, hey, if you're in New York, is 13 your local PBS channel? And you say, yes, it is. And there she is. And it is beautiful. You know, talking about like the level of pro tapes with that. Um, they very clearly captured specific performances. It looked like they captured the first preview after the the pandemic shutdown in full, maybe, which I would love to see as I was there and cried all over the theater. Um, but I think that it looks like they did a really great job filming it the way that they filmed it. And it was very comprehensive. And Lord, how I cried at the end. Oh, my goodness. And I don't want to spoil it. But it's <laughs> talking about the death of Mr. Stephen Joshua Sondheim in a story that Lin-Manuel Miranda tells of a recent <gasps> dream that he's had and it ends the documentary and if you're not crying at the end of it i don't i don't want to know you that's kind of all i gotta say 
Well, I will say this. In in the time that we were uh, regaling this beautiful story, mm-hmm. I also was able to find it. If you subscribe to YouTube TV, ah. and so you have your TV app that way, you can search yep. PBS, and it is the first thing that comes up for great performances. As so multiple be. ways, yes, that you can see this um, great performances, uh, PBS, keeping up with Sondheim. I'm going to get ready to cry. Oh, oh yes. Hmm. And on that note, thank you all so much for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. And you can find me on all social media platforms at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. Thank you all so much. We will see you tomorrow. 